the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the mile rate. Having a look at the... Uh, very entertaining night's uh, racing at uh, Melton last uh, night. It was a bit of a graveyard for the favourite punters. Good morning, Rob Orber. Um, it was a tough night to find winners. Well, it was a tough night, not so much to find winners, but if you were backing the favourites, especially the shorties, uh, you wouldn't have slept w- well last night. No, uh, very good morning, Danny. Uh, yes, well, while we're still in lockdown, regional Victoria can get out and enjoy uh, a bit of uh, extra freedom today on Sunday. But certainly it was a, an interesting night uh, at Melton. Uh, certainly a bit of pain for favourite punters. There was a bit of controversy throughout the night. Uh, we'll talk to talk about that and we also saw the old champ sparkling success uh, recording another win last night which I thought was a terrific uh, training performance on behalf of John Mead and a great drive by Jackie Barker. Zach Phillips with the driving honours the only uh, person to get multiple winners and uh, he drove two of them both trotters. Uh, You mentioned there was a bit of controversy and the controversy surrounded the Allied Express pace. We might take a listen and then have a chat about it really uh, going for home now. They sprint up and it's Tango Tara from Torrid Saint. Sahara Sirocco runs up behind them. Tango Tara led. Torrid Saint's coming through. Torrid Saint with momentum. Grab Tango Tara. Oh, he galloped on the line. Torrid Saint galloped on the line, but he still won to my eye. Torrid Saint from uh, Tango Tara. Sahara Sirocco. Major Manbar was flashing through. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Well, in my call, I, I said that he galloped uh, over the line or galloped on the line, um, which was deemed to have uh, been the way that stewards saw it. But there was a period there, there were some mixed messages coming through to deal with the rules and the perception of what the stewards had. I think the right decision in the end was made, but uh, there was an expectation, I think, for a lot that Torrid Saint might actually lose the race because he galloped uh, what looked to be just before the line, but certainly over the line and just past it. It was an interesting one, Danny. Uh, a rule uh, got brought into uh, the harness racing industry, and I thought it was brought in mainly because there was a controversy regarding trotters at times galloping over the line and uh, holding the race where there was some, uh, you know, I suppose some you know, discussion whether a horse uh, breaks out of its stride over the line should retain the race. Now last night it wasn't a trot, it was actually the pacer so what we had Tango Tara leading Torrid Saint coming through along the inside and what appeared to the naked eye looked like the Torrid Saint had galloped over the line and the rule does has been implemented that if you're uh, out of your gate as you cross the line and the horse outside you or inside you is within that body's length that um, you do not hold that race. Now last night when we looked at that rule, we thought, well, Torrid Saint loses the race. So the, the chairman of stewards, Brett Day, and his panel had a really close look at the uh, the replay of the race, and it was deemed that Torrid Saint was still in its gait, its pacing action, however, was pacing roughly, but was still maintaining its gait, and then it galloped after the line. So that was a controversy. There was obviously a lot of people believing that it galloped before the line, some people thought it galloped after the line. So it certainly created a lot of discussion last night. 
Uh, Brett Day was kind enough to come on Trot's Vision last night, explained his decision, and um, the umpire has spoken, and uh, Torrid Saint held the race. And it was great to hear Brett uh, explain the situation too. It made perfect sense. And I think at the end of the day, whether it, it did uh, gallop just before the line, and to my eye, I thought it did gallop just before the line. But, you know, to want to be technical, say galloped on the line, I still think it was the right decision. I, I would have think it. I would have thought it would have been very harsh if it had lost the race for what did occur. Favourite punters might think differently because... The horse that ran second was Tango Tara. They ran a good clip. Uh, it was the peg lines that featured in that race. And maybe Tango Tara can be improved by the run. But Torrid Saint came off his back on the pegs and, and outsprinted him in the straight. Yeah, I thought the right decision was made. Uh, 153.4 mile rate for Torrid Saint. He enjoyed a good trip on the back of Tango Tara. There was obviously a lot of uh, you know, boom reports about Tango Tara. I thought on face value he was slightly disappointing from the expectations of the horse, but look, he, he'll only be improved by that run. 28-2, 29-3, first two quarters, 28-8 and 27-5 home. So certainly they ran some pretty slick times there. Uh, Tango Tara running second, Torrid Saint the winner. Uh, Sahara Sirocco was three back to peak, certainly hit the line strongly. He's definitely worth uh, black booking and following in weeks to come. Major Manbar made up good ground from back in the field, and Mongiana also was a good run. So I think there's some horses to follow out of that race, but well done to Torrid Saint and Julie and Glenn Douglas. I'm sure they'll be uh, relieved and happy this morning. Race five, it was another peg-dominated race, a fast-run, open-class race, and it was Soletic and uh, Josh Aiken, who just had a charmed run utilising the sprint lane to win race five. It's Yorkshire from Always Fast, who's now called on... Rock and Roll Chapel gets out three wide. Soletic awaits the run and Majestic Cruiser runs on. It's Yorkshire in front from Soletic and Majestic Cruiser. It's Yorkshire tackled by Soletic. Yorkshire and Soletic. Soletic goes through and Soletic takes the lead, draws away for a soft win. Soletic drew right away and won it well from Yorkshire who was very good. Majestic Cruiser tracked through on the pegs to grab third. Rock and Roll Chapel's run fourth. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. He's, he's a sit-sprint horse, Rob, and um, we just have to commit to driving him like a sit-sprint horse. He does have electric gate speed, um, and there will be the odd occasion when you have to use it, but for now, he'll just be driven off the speed, and um, we'll be using that turn of foot, and I think he'll just be a super consistent racehorse if we commit to that, and if I don't get itchy fingers and, and try and pull the trigger. Are you going to take credit for this, Josh? Cause the Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, it was a race where all the drivers uh, carried black armbands uh, in respect of the late uh, Gary Hoban and the late uh, Bill Glover, both had passed away recently. And I thought in a way too fitting that uh, the winner, Soletic, uh, is uh, raced by uh, Megan Lang uh, and carried the, the Gavin Lang colours as well with Josh Aiken. So it would have meant a lot to him. Um, and uh, and Soletic, look, he's been a terrific horse, uh, but he flew the flag well, but the confidence he get out of the ring is a positive for the horse going forward also. Yeah, look, uh, it was a night to remember, wasn't it, when Soletic went past the line, uh, remembering the, the, the great late Gavin Lang. And as you mentioned, uh, the driver's wearing black armbands. Gary Hoban, a much-loved uh, harness racing trainer, and driver uh, sadly lost a week ago and he'll be remembered for a very long time as uh, Billy Glover as well he was uh, one of our uh, 
a media host as well on uh, you know three years at RSN over the years, and uh, he'll be sadly lost to amongst uh, many of the harness racing community. And Sir Lettick last night enjoyed a really good trip on the back of Yorkshire. Sir Lettick put the riding on the wall with a terrific runner-up placing at his first run back, second up last night. Had the gun trip Yorkshire, who you know I think was up in grade and did a really mighty job to battle on into second placing, but Sir Lettick was just too quick for him in the straight. Uh, Majestic Cruiser followed through, ran his normal honest race into third spot. A f- fourth home was uh, Rock and Roll Chapel. Had her chance. She was in the 1-1, just didn't let down. And Bonsell Benjamin, who was driven quietly last night, hit the line really strongly. They win a mile rate of 152.3, 7.1 lead time, 28-7, 28-5, first two quarters. So the tempo was really solid, and they came home in 28-1 and 27-5. But certainly a few horses to follow out of the race. But I think the one that uh, probably black booking out of that race was Bonsell Benjamin. I think if he gets driven quietly going forward. I think there's still a, a nice win in store for him. Feature for the Trotters was the Nona Bloodstock. I didn't do it uh, free for all. Sparkling success was able to amble to the front, I think, as most expected. Uh, and he came up to win a race uh, in time for the favourite punters who were desperate to, for a favourite to arrive. And this is the way he did it with Jackie Barker. Sparkling success travels well. Gets away on Monaro Mare to lead four metres. Majestic Courtney trying to pick up and then Branlay Prince off the back straight in 27-7 that third quarter. And it's sparkling success dashing for home now. Has opened up a big lead. Good battle for the miners. But it's all sparkling success well out in front and is going to dominate. Good go with uh, Branlow Prince, Monaro Maro, Elder Baron Crescent, the Miners, but it's easy work, the favourite. Sparkling success, won it by about 12. Branlow Prince second, third. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Um, he felt brilliant tonight. I can't fault him. Uh, we got the lead comfortably and and it worked out perfectly, really, but um, he just felt super. He felt strong all the way to the line. You could see that uh, in the way you drove the horse, too. You seemed really confident, uh, you know, to get running a fair way from home, and you really made it a staying test, but you must have he must have given you a good feel in the prelims and also through that race. Yeah, he did. Um, he warmed up really good in the pre-race, and, and again, when we warmed up just before the race, and he was quite strong, actually, through the run, and, and especially when he caught sight of um, that horse moving up to his outside he just wanted to get going the mile rate thanks to australasia's best harness action at the trots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on trots vision trots vision audio there with a jackie barker a driving a sparkling success uh, they're building up a, a fantastic rapport, and um, he started a, a favourite there. He was well back to the end, and he dominated. He was terrific. He was. Uh, look, he's uh, a great trotter, isn't he? He's a winner of the Great Southern Star. Uh, he's won just under 500000 in stake earnings. He's edging up closer to that mark. He's a nine-year-old, and John Mead has done a mar- marvellous job to get this horse back to the track. And now he looks like he's heading back to his peak form. He, each run, he keeps getting better. Jackie Barker's really uh, developed a great affinity with this trotter. She's such a, a well-respected young lady in our game and she drives so well and her rating of this horse last night was outstanding. She was able to find the front comfortably, 47-4 lead time, 32-2 first quarter and then she just started to quicken the tempo. She made it a staying test of the last 1,200, 30.3, 27-7 and 28-4, mile rate of 159.4 and right at the moment if there was a big trotters race coming up over the next month or so, he, he He's right up there, Danny. He he could almost 
compete and maybe knock off a couple of the, uh, the, the newcomers on the blocks. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, back to the uh, start of the night. Uh, this race was, gee, what a brilliant performance. First up on a night where there were a lot of first uppers, and I don't think any other, any others won first up, but Sanday did. He probably had one of the lower assessed races to do it, but by golly, he was impressive taking the first. Yeah, I've been a big fan of Sando for a long time. He was first up last night, obviously uh, a big query. Uh, Kate Gathy looked like she was ready for a big night. Turned out it was only her only winner for the night. But Sando uh, got a bit keen off the second row, but he pulled out three wide with a 1,000 to go. And he just uh, was too strong for him. He ran away from him. Foolish pleasure. Ran second, had a nice three-wide cart into the race. Uh, third home was a rockin' at the park, who came from a mile back. Good performance by him. Miss Blue Glory also saved ground along the pegs, hit the line well. Let her hair down, Led, who was uh, one of the favourites, just didn't finish it off. And a good run by five, Yankee Gold, who ran sixth in the race, one worth black booking. They went a mile rate of 156.4, 44.5 lead time, so let her hair down. Certainly set out a good tempo out in front, 30.2, 30.5. They sizzled down the back 27-5 home in 29-1 but Sanday clearly the horse to follow out of that race and the one that you want a black book I think somewhere in the country Yankee, Yankee Gold will be winning at good odds very soon. Race two, the Elderberry Park Sweetheart Trot final. It was the French bred mare, Hopeful Beauty. She's really on an upward spiral, and she was dominant uh, thanks to a, a terrific drive from Jason Lee making a mid-race move. Really impressive win by Hopeful Beauty. Put the riding on the wall with a terrific runner-up placing at Maryborough in the heat. And last night, uh, driven uh, with a lot of confidence, uh, whipped around the field, took up the running with a lap to go, and came away one by 15 metres at the finish. They went uh, a mile rate of 2 minutes, 0.6, 46 lead time, 30. 2-31-1, came home in 29 and 29-6, but a great win by uh, Hopeful Beauty. She's a really nice mare going places. Queen Elitis, uh, third up, much improved run, hit the line well from back in the field. La Serena ran third at Bolter's odds. Uh, there's a win somewhere for La Serena soon. Uh, it, it, it has been knocking on the door. I think there'll be a win coming up. Copacabana, one that you gave a big rap to last night, Danny. Really good performance, another emerging trotter. Loved the run of Electrojet, got a long way back but savage the line, certainly worth following. Uh, Normandy Bell galloped at the start, didn't help its chances. So I think it's, uh, look, the winner was terrific, hopeful beauty, but I think you can confidently say horses that went around that race, that ran second, third, fourth, fifth, even sixth, they're worth black booking and certainly worth following in the right races in the, in the regional areas. Race three, Heaven and Loxley was well-supported favourite, had every chance. Helgaard, Sophia Arvidsson, the winning driver, uh, decided to take a sit with that mare, and it, and it paid dividends. She was the fresh horse and sprinted through and won it pretty comfortably. Yeah, good win by Helgaard. Well done to Sophia Arvidsson. Uh, got a nice trip behind the leader, Heaven and Loxley, who was well-supported, had its chance, led in the race, was just run down over the concluding stages. Huli Yen ran on well from back in the field into third spot. Willem, uh, much improved run, second up, uh, certainly worth black booking. There's a win for Willem coming up somewhere soon. Pocket the deal honest as normal. 154.9 mile rate, 7.4 lead time, 29.4, 30.5, down the back, came home in 28.2. Look, the horse probably the follow for mine out of that race. Uh, maybe Willem. I think second up, there's still more scope for improvement for Willem going forward. Race number six, this was a very competitive trot. Norkey was well back, was able to find the top, then take the set. Uh, but the other uh, coin or the other side of the coin was the, 
I'm set to go. Now, 12 starts, unplaced. It was a massive run, a massive run. But, um, look, I, very frustrating for the favourite punters. She ran fourth, but she lost it at the start. Oh, a huge run, wasn't it? Uh, she just galloped away at the start and gave him... Look, I, I, would it have to be, what, 60, 60 to 80 metres at one stage there, Dan, and made up uh, the amount of ground she did. It was a phenomenal run. And, uh, look, Norkey, who put the riding on the wall with a really good run two runs ago, last start looked a little bit plain on face value, but uh, Zach Phillips, who took the reins for Chris Finozio last night, he had a three runners in that race, and Zach summed up... Uh, uh, the race really quickly when I'm set to go galloped. He came across to lead, handed up to Cyclone S. Adams. He knew the horse got a bit of a tendency of running off. He took a gap down the back straight and kicked away. And Norkey was very good winning last night. Uh, defeating uh, Anywhere Hugo, who did its fair share of work, battled on really strongly. Nice effort there. Swiss Miss made up ground from uh, well back in the field into third spot. Fourth was I'm set to go. Huge run, eye-catching performance. And a jewel in the crown continues to uh, race well. There's probably a win somewhere for that horse as well. But, look, uh, look, the, the run of the race was clearly I'm set to go, but you need to trust that horse going forward. Race seven, the race revolved around Struve. Would he? Wouldn't he? He was the shortest price, price favourite for the night at $1.30, and he didn't. Oh, he's just uh, a frustrating horse. I think more from a punting perspective. Look, he's a good horse. He's won 11 races. I don't want to knock the horse, but I suppose when you go out a short price favourite and you've been beaten a few times, you, you do tend to get a little bit of a reputation uh, of not really uh, being trustworthy. Boy from Bondi uh, was beautifully driven by young Jordan Leadham for Wayne Potter. Sat in a 1-1, and Jordan brought up his second Metropolitan win with a beautiful drive. He peeled off three wide on the home turn and let down. Struve, he was crossed at the start by Sahara Tiger, got the retake, came off and actually settled really well in the run. They went 46-6 lead time, 31-2 first quarter, 29-5, and they sizzled home, 27-7 and 27-4. Most people thought Struve was going to run away from him, but half up the straight, he got the uh, the, the paddles and he just fell in the hole, and uh, that's where Boy from Bondi came over the top to win. Live from Broadway got shuffled back. Most people was expecting to be behind the leader, was three back the inside, Ran on really strongly late. Crime Rider did its fair share of work in the breeze. Battled on really strongly. Nice effort. And Sahara Tiger will be improved by that run. But uh, all honours to Boy from Bondo. And well done to Wayne Potter. He's done a great job since taking over the training of this horse. And well done to young Jordan Leadham. He's only 18 years of age, bringing up his second Metropolitan winner. And the last of the night, and Zach Phillips was able to complete a double. Uh, Royal Charlotte uh, was uh, was too good in the end. She uh, got the right barrier draw, and she showed her class. Yeah, look, she's been knocking on the door to get another win uh, here in town. Her last few performances, despite finishing eighth, were really good efforts. Not much luck last night. Got into the right race, showed good gate speed, led. Zach Phillips summed up the race beautifully. A mile rate of two minutes point seven, forty six four lead time, thirty one five, thirty one five. The first two quarters, twenty nine four and 29 and she was just too good Royal Charlotte Kai Valley Chief was a nice effort came from back in the field to run second Prosthesis continues to work up towards a win did its fair share of work for Ken Tippett battled on strongly for third uh, fear not we know that uh, what she normally does is she runs that third or fourth many times. She ran another fourth last night. And Imperial Wiz, one that you were giving a good plug to uh, on Trot's Vision last night, Danny. Uh, nice effort, had no luck. Maybe there's the black booker uh, for the horse to follow Imperial Wiz.
Yeah, I think that might well be the case. It was a very entertaining night's uh, harness racing at Melton last night. Ararat race today, first of eight races at 5.22, Yarra Valley tomorrow. Next Saturday night, uh, the Italian Cup. It's the Italian Cup night, uh, Rob. That should be a ripper. And also the La Cucaracha Trotters free-for-all. So a bit to look forward to next uh, Saturday night at Tabcorp Park, Melton. I look forward to it. There won't be too many Italians on track if we're still locked down, Danny, but uh, we'll enjoy the night, uh, Italian Cup night, uh, uh, good punning uh, at our rat tonight. I think I did the form for the good form on the uh, website. So uh, pretty confident we can get a few winners there tonight. And uh, as we normally say, happy harnessing, Dan. Happy harnessing to next Sunday morning.